Real Church Matters Podcast, episode 26. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with... Antoinette Allen. Antoinette Allen. hmm This is Real Church Matters, and as always, we're just blessed to be here. It's episode 26. Episode week 26. 26. Yes. We made it. Um, round jump- of applause. Yeah, round <laughs> of applause. Hat, clap, clap, clap. Um, uh, it's good to be here. Good to continue to do it. Um, housekeeping. Real Church Matters. You can catch us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just search and you'll you'll recognize the logo. It'll pop right up. Continue to listen to us on SoundCloud or iTunes. Yes, rate us. Rate you can us. search on iTunes and rate us. Rate us. Give comments. Share it on Facebook. You've been forgetting to give your email, too. I've been meaning to tell oh. you that. Email. Ask me at realchurchmatters.com. Yes. Ask me at realchurchmatters.com. That's A S K M E. You can ask any type of question. Um, I'm not saying I know the answer to every question. I'm saying that I'll probably give you a bunch of questions for your question. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing to listen. And uh, with that being said, go do Likewise. Yes, uh, LikewiseLife.com for any of my old blogs. Um, and then you can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at go do Likewise. Perfect. Also, um, we want to take a moment to thank our patrons that have signed up on Patreon.com. Yeah. So we have first uh, Latasha Bullard. Yay. Thank you. We thank have you. Suzanne Spicer, the Spicer family. All right. Thank you, Suzanne, Errol. The whole Spicer family, thank you. And we also have Sandrina Savoy. Thank you, Sandrina Savoy, James Savoy, BJ, Jake, the whole Savoy family. We love family. you guys. Love the support. We, we definitely appreciate it. That's all this was, is just an opportunity for those who wanted to support, to support. For those of you who don't, don't feel bad. I mean, only do what is moved on your heart to do. Speaking of which, if it is moved on your heart, you can go to patreon.com forward slash real church matters. Yeah, forward slash as in F O R W A R D. That's a forward slash, not F O U R, forward slash. That's never going to get old, I feel like. <laughs> well, I mean, it just helps me to make sure mm-hmm. that I'm being clear. Um, so that's it for the housekeeping. Let's jump in to the episode for this week. So we want to talk about what what what's done in the dark comes to the light. Yes. You want to tell them about what it was inspired yeah, yeah. by? Uh, well, I, I saw this uh, video from Lamar Odom and, you know, the basketball player used to play for the Lakers and uh, in the Clippers too. Um, and he had gotten to some drug issues and he had been in rehab and they did a, a short video with him and he said his grandmother used to say what's done in the dark always comes to the light and he and then he he added this extra little anecdote he said it may not be the public light but it'll be god's light mm. and that that hit me yeah and, and i thought about that and you know it made me think about do we understand that god is watching yeah do we realize god is watching and if we realized he was watching, we would change the way we do things. Yeah, it's like your parents tell you that when you're younger, like, you know, God's watching. Yeah, they tell you Santa Claus is watching. <laughs> and they tell you God is watching. Right. That's, that's two things for sure. Mm-hmm. And you sometimes you mix them up, but you just know. Both of them know you're sleeping. Both of them know you're awake. And you're naughty or nice. <laughs> Both of them know whether you're being bad or good. So be good for Oh, you were singing. Goodness sake. Yeah, I was actually singing the song. But um, that's the crazy thing is that I, I started to make me think about the fact, like, um, when did I realize God was watching? Mm-hmm. And then the next question I asked myself was, when did I care? Yes. He was watching. <laughs> and I think the moment I cared he was watching was the moment I changed what he saw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we, we're, we're, we're never we're never really. uh we're never really doing things for ourselves. We're always doing them for some somebody right. else. It's like even when you're at work and you you work different when you know they're going to have a, your boss or like they say the executive boss is coming in. And yeah, you yeah. know they're going to be watching everything you do. Right. It like changes the way you and operate. And vice versa. Yeah. That when, the, when you know the supervisor is going to be out 
and it's just gonna be oh, here. it's party so time. So I used to work. I used to work <laughs> nights, and you know, sometimes I get an email right before I'm going into work, and like my boss would be like, "Hey, it's just you tonight. I'm not gonna be there." And this joy would just come over my soul, <laughs> and I would be like, "Oh, it's it's it's, lit. it's, it's, it's going it's down going tonight." Down. So I stop at the store. And get some <laughs> That's a bit much. I stop at the store, get some snacks, you know. I come in, you know, check in any of the tickets. I mean, the tickets were easy, so I can knock them out in about 15, 30 minutes. And then I just, you know, pop my laptop open, you know, binge on Netflix and just <laughs> eat stuff. And then here, every now and then, this email and like, everything good? I'm like, oh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's great. But, it, I, I mean, it's a, it's a comfortable feeling you feel when yeah. you feel no one is... Watching. watching or like you said you don't care even if that person is like or you don't care that they are you know and it's just one of these things that it, it really shook with me and I, I had a conversation with you about it and then we started talking about the omnis yeah and, and so I, I think that's a good place to start out is that in order for us to come to an understanding of any of this, we need to understand who God is. And the, the three attributes of God that we are taught, and one is that he is uh, omniscient. That means that God knows all. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is omnipresent. That means that God is everywhere and sees everything. Mm-hmm. And then he is omnipotent, means he has all power. Mm-hmm. And I think that we say that we serve God, but if we don't acknowledge these attributes of God, how can we truly say he is our God? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like you saying he's your God, but you don't care that he sees all. Yep. You you say that he's your God, but you don't care that he knows all. How do I know you don't care that he knows all? You don't seek him in everything that you do. do. Yeah. You what? act like you know it all. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you truly believe that God knows all. all. Or even the fact that you're able to be different people. Like you're one t- one day you're one way, the next day you're the next. It's like that whole behavior shows that you don't really think he's all knowing. You think he only knows like what you think he knows. Yeah. And, and that's, that's that cool part of it is that it's not just knowing that God sees me. But that he also knows me. Yes. In the inside out. Mm-hmm. And that reality causes us to be more mindful of not just what we're doing, but even what we're thinking. Yes. And then the third thing is that you say that you believe in God, but you don't believe he has all power. Yeah. You don't believe he has all power to do what he says he's going to do in your life. Mm-hmm. You don't know that he has all power to do what he said he's going to do in the time to come. People don't even believe in heaven or hell because they like, I can't believe that exists. That's because you don't believe in God's power. Yeah, or even how, like, when you think about the bad situations you've been through and the, the bad family members you had in your life, just thinking, like, okay, these people were just put in my life just because. It's like, no, God is all-powerful. He put them in your life for a reason. Right. And that that kind that's where they these are all these things blur together the all power the all knowing he just doesn't just know but he has the power to move things because of what he knows right it's just amazing but if you don't believe in these things then how can you say he's your God yeah you you just everybody's just fighting about I believe in God and they say he's an atheist he don't believe in God but our belief in God should be reflected in us honoring. His attributes. Yes. A child can say that's my daddy, but if you don't honor the things that attribute to being a father in him, mm-hmm. then it ain't your daddy. Yeah. It's just the man that created you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like uh, when your mother remarries or something, you got a stepdad, and you don't even call him dad. You call him like Tom. <laughs> your first name, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Tom, you know, this ain't your house, Tom. <laughs> and Tom trying to make you understand, like, I'm assuming the role of father, even though I'm not your father, you're going to respect the attributes of That's father. Me, yeah. It, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we have to to not treat God like the stepdad. Because mm. here's the thing. He's not our true father, but he is our true father. Right. It said that we were orphans. Right. But we cried, Abba, Father. We accepted the spirit of adoption mm-hmm. where now God is our father. But you, some of us, y'all treating him like stepdad. 
you treating him like the adopted parent. Like, yeah. the minute he tell you to do something, you're like, you're not my real dad. <laughs> I'm going to my dad's house. <laughs> <laughs> but God is like, nah, nah. You know, you're going to respect who me I am. House, yeah. So, yeah, that, that made me think about this thing about what's done in the dark is coming into the light. Mm-hmm. And this thing of how I, 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 there was a time where I didn't know that he could see. And then there was a time that I didn't care he could see. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, man, let's let's jump into this. Yeah. So the first thing I, I thought of is Mark chapter four, verse 21 through 23. It said, and he said to them, Jesus said, is a lamp brought in to be put under a basket or under a bed or and not on a stand? For nothing is hidden except to be made manifest, Mm. nor is anything secret except to come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. This first point I just want to make to people is that you have to understand that because God sees all, because he knows all, you need to ask yourself, why are you hiding? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us are hiding things. I hid things before I was a Christian. I hid things from my parents. Now that I'm a Christian, I hide things from people. Yep. I hide things from God, Mm -hmm. not realizing it's pointless. Yes. Or even how we hide things in our minds, like thoughts. I feel like we even go through phases where we do that. Like you don't yeah. let God into certain parts <laughs> of your life. Or you feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like just the whole cool thing about hiding is like when you find a good hiding place yeah. and you see people looking for you <laughs> and you just chilling there right. in the little crack. You just watch them like, look at these idiots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, it's like a power you feel yeah. almost. It's like th- this feeling we feel when we think no one sees us. Yeah, that feeling you feel lets you know that you don't really believe that God is watching. watching. Yeah, because we move in a way. You know what I'm saying? It's real sneaky. We move in a way that's sneaky because we believe that we found the perfect hiding place. Mm. You know what I mean? But we didn't. He said, he said, I'm going to tell you something. This lamp that I have. This light that I have, put under a basket. You can put it. You can't put it under. It's not meant for that. Right. I came here to expose. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why I said, and not on a stand. Like yeah. it's supposed to be. Out. I came here to put my light on the highest pl- plateau I can. That's right. To expose those things that are hiding. Mm-hmm. And we have to. We have to come to grips with that. That you don't get to play around with this light and think it's not going to expose. That's right. It starts from the inside out. Everybody like, you know, you got to let your light shine in this world. Brother, sister, you better let that light shine in you and expose the things that you're hiding. Not just from people, but from yourself and even from God. Yeah, there's so many things I could think of as I became a believer that he revealed to me about myself, like through his light being on me. It's like. You started saying like, oh, I was like that. Yeah. I thought like that. That's the weak thing about, you know, the public light. When people find out I'm doing things, it doesn't reveal anything but what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But God's light, it doesn't just reveal what I'm doing. It reveals why I'm doing it. Who who I truly am is in the why. Yep. And and so that was that that's a reality that I think all of us have to come to the point of is that not only can you not hide. But you can't hide anything. Mm -mm. Hebrews 4, 12 and 13 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, to joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Mm. 13 says, And no creature is hidden from his sight. Yes. But all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must first give an account. Mm -hmm. I think that's the reality of what I'm saying here is that, number one, this word can search you out. Yep. This word is going to find you. And it is an exposer. Everything is naked in front of it. Yeah. Everything's naked. Mm -hmm. You never feel more vulnerable than when you start reading this word. And it starts to strip off all the things you're hiding under. Yep. 
all the lies you're hiding under, mm-hmm. they start peeling away. Mm-hmm. All the personality traits that you use to cover up how you really feel. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All of these things begin to peel away. The smile that we hide behind. <laughs> the frown. Some people hide behind frowns, yeah. mean faces yeah. and stuff. Trying to scare people away, even though we know you're not that strong, you really that weak. <laughs> but these are things we hide behind thinking that we can hide from God and who he is, which is his word. Yep. And he said, you can't hide from God because he's here for that reason. And he's going to give an account. You're going to have to give an account for all that you've done. Not the things that you were caught for, but the things you, all the things you've done. Yeah. I think that's another thing about the public light. Yeah. Is that you can only be tried for the things they caught you. They caught you. you, yeah. But when we make an, stand before God and have to give an account, he's going to make us give an account for everything we've done and everything we've thought mm-hmm. that was a, not pleasing to him in his sight. sight. And why can he go by his sight? Because he sees all. Yep. That's how people end up in jail unfairly is that they're trying to make judgments based on the (laughs) fact of what is heard, not what is seen or evidence that is empty. It's like you just have just enough to convict that. That's why it's it's open and shut. Once you see somebody on video, at least we thought, you know, the whole police thing. It's a little different. But when we understand that God sees all and there's no hiding and yeah. we have to give an account for what he sees yeah. not I don't have to give an account for what Antoinette saw me doing no I don't have to give an account for you know what I'm saying like yeah. when, I, when I stand trial before God he's not calling any expert witnesses mm-hmm. he is the judge and the expert witness yes Especially when you think of, like he said, the intention of the heart. It's just like he sees like the things you have, haven't even done. Like seen it all happen in your mind. He's seen it all. It's, it's funny you said that because Psalms forty four twenty through twenty one says, "If we had forgotten the name of our God, or spread out our hands to a foreign god, twenty one says, would not God discover this? For He knows the secrets of the heart." Mm-hmm. Like you was just saying, like he he can see the intents of the heart, while other people would never know that you stopped serving God. Yeah, God does. A long time ago, you kept coming to church. Though. <laughs> yeah, you kept coming to church. You've been you you faithful to church. Everybody else looking at like, mm, sister is on point, man. She's really loving God. She she's serving Him, blah, blah. and God is looking like they can't see what I see. Mm-hmm. I see the secrets. Of the heart. Do you know what I'm saying? Like people are literally trying to hide the secrets of their hands. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they're trying to bury things and trying to lock their phones and <laughs> lock their computers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're trying to lock their rooms. The things people they think people can right. see. Lock their drawers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like And then you actually begin to believe that stuff. Like you hide stuff for so long, you actually, you actually <laughs> believe, believe that, that you're you not. didn't do it. Yes. And that you didn't even have the intention to. Because <laughs> that's what we can do to ourselves. Yeah. But God says, I'm not concerned about what you hide in that drawer. I'm concerned about what you hiding in that heart. Mm-hmm. And then when he say the secrets of the heart, it's like yeah. it might not even be stuff you even like acknowledge. Like yeah, because we convince ourselves. Yeah. Like you said, sometimes we hide things so good. We hide it from ourselves. Mm-hmm. We almost we almost are surprised when we cut somebody out. <laughs> I, I didn't even know I could do that. That's because you you convinced yourself that the thing that was in you ain't in you. Yeah, you say people do all the time. They say, I never did nothing <laughs> like that before, but something something in me. I'm like, yeah, that's what yeah, was that, in you. That, these are the things that we're not dealing with. We're not letting the God's light yeah. shine on it because we just content with the fact that nobody else can see it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's almost like when we think about Adam and Eve, it's like... God was there. Whole time. Whole time. (laughs) But the minute 
They heard him. Genesis 3 and 8 says, And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. It's like the minute they heard him, they ran and hid from something you cannot hide Um, from. Yep. (laughs) They ran and hid from something they could not hide from. To the point where in verse 10, Adam said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's like to God, God's probably just like, so you don't truly understand me. Yeah, like this. I get this, it. Yeah, someone, something yeah, not right here. Yeah, I get it. You didn't understand me. Who told you when you were naked? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the reality that we have to realize is that we can know God, but not know God. Mm hmm. I hope people can see the similarities with Adam and Eve in this point, because we can know God, walk with God, supposedly. Um, We can be in a a supposed relationship with God, but truly not understand the capacity of who God is. The omnipotence, all those omnis we were talking about. The omnipresence and the omniscience of God. When we don't acknowledge those, we can look just as silly as them. God's been looking at them the whole time. As soon as they heard a sound, he watched them scurry. I know he was looking like, look at these. <laughs> it's kind of like when you playing hide and seek with little kids and you see them hide like in the open. It's yeah, like, yeah. who are you hiding from? Who are you from? hiding from? Like you just see a kid like just like swears the perfect hide spot. You're like, you know what? Just for the sake of kindness, I'm going to give them 30 seconds. I'm going to make them feel like I can't find. And we play around be like, mm-hmm. where are you at? Where are you at? <laughs> but we know. Mm-hmm. God knew the yeah. same way he asked questions. He already knew the answers. So, to. but why do you feel like we forget? Because I feel like I do that too. I feel like you just you go about your day and you just do you feel like cause it's because we can't really picture God? Like, yeah, I mean, that, that's a whole existential thing. I know, but I'm I think sorry. that it's kind of cool because literally, when we talk about the cares of this world, it's almost like we look at the cares of this world or we get so caught up in the cares of this world, it feels like mm. we're by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It feels like we're in the dark. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, we think that just like things work on earth, we kind of f- start to let that trail off into thinking that's the way it works everywhere. Yeah. So and on earth, if I'm in the dark, no one can see me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are afraid of the dark. Like, the cut lights go out. I can't even see my hand. Right. You ever been in a place where it's so dark that it almost hurts your eyes yeah. to try to see? Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like, literally, there's not a pin drop of light. Mm-hmm. And you immediately, for those who enjoy that, they immediately have to they go into trouble. Yeah. I remember when the lights went out in my high school. And they, oh I mean, the, the principal just went into full panic mode. He's like, everybody... Stay still, stay seated. Like he just knew this is not troubles about to break loose. This is not the opportunity for this is not the best opportunity for us to keep order. Yeah, to keep peace Mm -hmm. because people feel invigorated to do wrong in the dark. Yeah, and in the darkness of our mind, we can almost feel like Mm. no one can see us. Mm You know, this is just, you know, the way I feel about it, you know, to to answer your question. And and because of that, we we give ourselves this false sense that no one is watching. Mm -hmm. But God is. So so it's like when in Jeremiah 23 and 24, he said, can a man hide himself in secret places so that I cannot see him, declares the Lord. He said, do I not feel the heaven and the earth mm-hmm. declares the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it, God is asking these questions. Like, um, can man find a hiding place that mm-hmm. I can't see him? No, it's a rhetorical <laughs> question. Yeah. He said, "Don't I feel the heavens and the earth? Mm-hmm. Like I feel the whole place. That's what omnipresent means." Yes. He's saying, "I feel the whole place. Don't I?" Mm-hmm. It's like we he's asking these rhetorical questions to through the prophet to the people because mm-hmm. he's like, 
y'all up on this mountain acting wild. Y'all, y'all really do think you? <laughs> so high I was like, let me, let me. Who am I again? Oh, who, right. Who am I? <laughs> oh, I'm the I'm the one that fills the heavens and the earth. Yes. There's not one speck of a corner of this earth that we can go to that God is not there. So, there ain't a hotel or motel Jesus. that you can go to that God is not there. Sorry. There's not a car, a bedroom. A I club, won't. you can go to a club that got three bouncers, four locked doors, and five metal detectors. It's not a place that God can't go. Yeah, or the, even kids with these phones. It's not a, a lock. It's not a password in the world. It's the none thing, of that this stuff. This is what they don't understand. What you have on that phone pales in comparison to what you have in your mind. Jesus. And there's no passcode mm. that can prevent God. From going in there. That's right. See, you people are interested in what you got on your phone Mm -hmm. because they can't access your mind. People can't hack your mind, Mm -hmm. at least not yet. (laughs) But God, he got a straight ticket right in there. He He knows how to. He knows how to. Genesis 38, 7. It says, but Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord put him to death. Mm. And I put this scripture because. I was going to say, that's a little morbid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I put this scripture because I think that we have to understand that there's a grave response to doing wrong in broad daylight. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. we in, in this world. We see somebody do something in broad daylight. The news will say it because they they call it brazen mm-hmm. or bold mm-hmm. like how dare this guy like he audacious yeah how, how audacious was this man not for him to rob but to rob in broad daylight yeah we as believers we got to understand that when we're doing things i don't care how dark it is because god sees it we are doing it in broad yes. daylight and god feels offended that you would do right in his face yeah you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there's there's criminals who are bold, but most criminals aren't so bold to do something right in your face. Yeah. That's why they put masks on. Mm-hmm. They don't walk in there and say, you know what, I don't even care about these cameras. Mm-hmm. They don't walk in and be like, you know, I don't care about the people seeing me. You know, I go hard. Yeah, for as hard as these criminals think they are, they still try to make sure they that have. they have the veil of darkness to hide under. Yes, they sir. have the veil of mass to hide under. Anonymity is gives them their boldness. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like for believers, we're put in a different category because it's like you have a God in your life. You have an awareness that he's there. You accepted him into your life, yeah. but you want to act like he's not there. Like. Yeah, he's the eternal security system. Yeah, he's constantly watching you, and it has that severity. When, like, like how the and scripture there are is. consequences to it. Yeah, there are, I, and I'm showing this not because oh you're gonna do something wrong and God gonna kill you, but just know that the same God that saw this evil and killed him sees yours. And is held at bay by the grace. Mm. Oh my goodness. Y'all better understand. It's not that he don't want to kill you. (laughs) It's that his grace won't allow him to. Mm. John chapter 4 verse 16 through 19 says, Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come here. Now Jesus asked this Mm -hmm. because he knew her. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? First. Having never met her, yeah. he knew her. Mm-hmm. And the woman answered, said, I have no husband. <laughs> Jesus said to her, you are right in saying, I have no husband. Mm. For you have had five husbands. Shade. And the one you now have is not your husband. Shade. What you have said is true. He said, I ain't saying you lying. He said, what I'm saying is, is that I know you. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like a lot of times, this is, oh, this is so good. Nah. Because we are comfortable. We have a comfortable air about us based on what the public knows. Yeah. And we can get a little beside ourselves <laughs> to think that and believe what the public knows is who we truly are. Yeah. And Jesus just was reminding her, I'm not the public. <laughs> I'm not the public. Yeah. <laughs> I see what no one else can see. Not that you lying. He said, no, everything you said is true. 
but it's not the whole the truth. whole truth. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, this, this is where this is tricky because a lot of us, you feel you're right because you're kind of right. <laughs> but you don't understand that if you ain't all the way right, you ain't right. Yeah. You are you right enough for the public's light. Mm-hmm. Or even how we're talking about all these different omnis that God is. You believe he's all powerful, but you don't believe he's all present. It's like if you don't understand all of his attributes yeah like, yeah you you can't tell me you that's what see oh we get we cooking this 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 is why he goes on proceeds to tell her that it's coming a time where man must worship him in spirit and in truth and in truth mm-hmm. he said you telling the truth but you ain't worshiping me in truth Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You see, when we operate in a whole truth, when we operate naked and free before God, where we're not scurrying and hiding at the very sound of him, mm. we are worshiping him in spirit and in truth. When there's when he can look at us, not when the world can look at us and be pleased, but when God can look at us and be pleased. We are worshiping him in spirit mm-hmm. and in truth. Mm-hmm. Man, you know, cut this podcast off. Put me <laughs> on a pulpit somewhere. Put put me in, coach. <laughs> You're crazy. John 2 and 24 said, but Jesus on his part did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Jesus didn't even trust them with him. He, Jesus said, I didn't turn myself over to them because I know all people. Yeah. One translation says, because I know all man. Jeez. Mm-hmm. See, you see, I trust God because he knows all men. Mm-hmm. While you following your intuition. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite words. Do you know what I'm saying? Your good vibes. Yeah. And, and you like, you want to know if you got a good man? Don't let him have none for two years. While you trust in time. I'm trusting God. That's right. See, because you can trust time. Wait two years and find out he ain't always cracked up and you lost two years. I can trust God and say I still got two years. Yeah, or even trusting people who give you a sense of innocence or whatever. Like It's like, oh, it's my mom. Oh, it's this. It's it's like, nah, you got to see beyond this. I trust myself to God. (laughs) That's it. Jesus trusted himself to his father. Yeah. And trusts himself to no one else because he said, I know, man. That's right. And I know God, no man. And so I'm like, Lord, I trust you. Mm -hmm. You guide me who who to work with. You guide me who to do business with. You guide me who to engage with, who to be friends with, who to talk with. Who who to to, spend time with. Who to spend time with. Who to marry or copulate with. If we even get to that point. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I trust him because he knows all men. I just threw that scripture in just for that. Yeah, that was good. She said that was good. Acts 5. One and two, he said, but a man named Ananias and his wife, Sapphira, conniving this with him, sold a piece of land. That's what they did. Secretly kept part of the price, how much they made from the land for themselves and then bought the rest to the apostles and made an offering for it. Mm-hmm. Now, the, mind you, the, the reason this is a problem is because Ananias and Sapphira, they they promised all of it. Right. They prom. They said, "We're gonna. This land is yours. We're gonna, you know, get the profit and give it." They promised all of. It. They made a vow. Mm. And so, Peter said, "Ananias, how did Satan get you to lie to the Holy Spirit and secretly keep back part of the price of the field mm. before you sold it? It was all yours. And after you sold it, the money was yours to do with as you wished." So what got into you to pull a trick like this? You didn't lie to men, but to God. That's messed up. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. This is the way to, he he had to remind him. He said, guy, let me tell you this. I know you thought you was doing something in secret, 
But God knows all because he's the one you are doing it to. Yeah. If we don't understand that, we say stuff like, Lord, I want to be pleasing in your sight. But then forget that he's watching. Yes. You yeah. want to be pleasing in his sight? Understand he's watching. Mm -hmm. So act accordingly. These people acted as if only men saw them. Yeah. And then he even broke it down in different ways. He said, you lied to the Holy Spirit. And then like, saying you didn't lie to men. You lied to God. You lied to God. Yeah. You lied to God. Mm -hmm. these, these, you, you, we make these promises. Even when we say it was moved on our heart to do something. Mm -hmm. And then we move shadily. That's what's happening. Here. Yeah. They act like it was moved on their heart to give. Only for them to give and then have second thoughts about how much they gave yeah well, people y'all y'all listen church folk this real church matters here so i'm gonna keep it real church with the matters let's get it you not fooling god but you are fooling people yes and it's it's, it's easy to I, do i that. want you to understand it you know, there's tons of people to say you ain't fooling me you are fooling me do you know what i'm saying you fooling me you fooling a lot of people. Because, I mean, humans are forgetful. Humans, they, they keep fallible. it moving. I, I, <laughs> like, I can't see what God can see. Yeah. But I just want you to know, you ain't fooling God. No. That's what the, the moral of this story is. You are not fooling God. He said in verse 5, he said, Ananias, when, when he heard these words, fell down dead. Jesus. That put the fear of God into everyone who heard it. The younger men went right to work. And wrapped them up and carried them out and buried him. Mm. I want I, the reason I'm sharing this is because when we talk about the power, the the stakes that are at the things that are at stake when we move like God doesn't see us, when we move in broad daylight, mm -hmm. like we're in the dark, we have to be careful because God is watching, and you will give an account for what you are doing. Mm -hmm. And also, there's something, there's a reason that God did this. And for me, I feel like God did it to establish the fear of God in the people. Mm -hmm. you, know, I, you know, I don't think anything is a coincidence. He said, that put the fear, fear of God, God in, in everyone him. who heard it. Mm -hmm. It's like they're in Acts chapter 5, so they're just starting new this Testament, new church. Yeah. In the New Testament, these these Gentiles, these ain't Jews, these they don't these people don't have a familiarity with God. It's like God is establishing off top just who he is. <laughs> he, he's like, it, you know, you guys are new to the party. He's like, let me tell you a little about myself. Let me let <laughs> it's like it's like the theme song to Fresh Prince. He's like, and <laughs> it's it's like He's introducing them. Yeah, it's like he like, gave the story of yeah. him. He gave he's him. Like, I see all and I know all. And if you do it, I'm going to make you fall. He's like, <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. Uh -huh. Bars. <laughs> but, but God is establishing who he is so that they would respond to who he is in the proper way, which is fear. The well, fear of reverence. God. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. The fear of God. And, and the fear of God is a reverence of God. Mm hmm. Reverencing him means acknowledging him. Ooh. That doesn't mean, as you said so eloquently in your meme today, it doesn't mean you know, but it means that you act with that knowledge. That's right. Think about it. The knowledge that there is a security camera or a speed camera makes you act a certain way. That's right. <laughs> you didn't just have the knowledge of speed camera and uh -oh. still go 90. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I so mean, unless those, you <laughs> some of y'all, you know, you are the example of Ananias and Sapphira. <laughs> but for the rest of us, when we have knowledge of the speed camera, mm -hmm. we slow that tail down. Slow down. Mm -hmm. We change our actions according to the knowledge we now possess. Yes. It's one of the reasons why there's a law that says the county or the city cannot put a camera up without making everyone aware. Did it exist? That's why they do so much yeah. to make to make it visible. Mm -hmm. They do so much to make sure it's seen because they have to make sure you had knowledge so that you can acknowledge. Ooh. Or even the warnings they give you before. Even warnings. <laughs> yeah. They have to. Yeah. Hundred yards down the road, they're like warning. Speed camera. Speed camera. Because mm -hmm. that's how God is. Yes. He's he spent his whole word. It, Warning us, Jesus. giving us knowledge of who he is mm -hmm. so that we can acknowledge who he is 
before it's too late. Mm. That's it. So I'm, I'm going to tell you, he said, these people have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. Yeah. Come on. It, it, we, we tend to find ourselves playing with the knowledge of God. We play with it, mm-hmm. but we don't acknowledge it. That's true. We just, we happy because we know it. <laughs> That's enough. You already feel like you got one up on the world. <laughs> Not realizing that you still are ignorant. See, he said in one of the scriptures, he said that they were darkened in their understanding. Mm. That they walked in their former ignorances in the darkness. Mm. See, what takes us to the light is not that we know, but that we act like we know. Yes. <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> well, it is a, you know, <laughs> this is the thing is that it's one thing to know that God is. It's another to know that God is watching. Yes. And it's another to know that God is knowing. Mm-hmm. But we better get it. Otherwise, you're not really serving God. Yeah. You know, it's like we have to consider. Be concerned with what we allow God to see. Yes. In Second Samuel 12, 7 through 9, it's like. Nathan goes up to David. He says he he gives him a whole story, (laughs) lays it all out for him. And then in in verse seven, he said, Nathan said to David, you are that man. (laughs) (laughs) Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel. Now, mind you, it's not Nathan approaching him. No, it's God talking through him. It's God talking through him. He says, you're that man. Yes. I see you. (laughs) He said, I see you. He said, I know you thought you was by yourself in that room and you looked across and you saw Bathsheba and you thought she was by herself. You was by yourself. This is simple mathematics. <laughs> this is easy. Cue the Maxwell song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, the song that says easy as one, two, three. You know what I'm saying? Like, do re me. When, when we we think it's so simple so and simple. so easy yeah. because we are under the delusion that we are in the dark mm-hmm. just because we are working in darkness. Mm. Mm. You might got to say that one again. <laughs> we have this delusion that we are in the dark just because we're working in darkness. Mm. But not so. He sees it all. Not so. He says, I have anointed you over the king over Israel. I've delivered you out of the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house, your master's wives into your arms and gave you the house of Israel and of Judah. And if you this were too little for you, I would add to you so much more. Mm. He said, now tell me this in, in verse nine. He says, why have you despised the word of the Lord to do what is evil in his sight? Mm. You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword, that's Bathsheba's husband, Mm -hmm. and have taken his wife to be your wife and have killed him with the sword of the Amorites. Mm. We... God is watching. Yeah, or even the fact that like he got away with it, like in society, in society he got away, got with, away it. with it. Not just because nobody knew, but because what could they do if they did? Because mm. he was the king. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? This is why it's dangerous when when we are adults. Is there's a, a there's a certain type of hierarchy or structure to when you're a kid. It's <laughs> like you do, but you are doing under the parameters of your parents for the most part. Yeah. But when you're an adult, and that's why most kids say, I can't wait, wait till I'm up. grown yep. because nobody's with you in your house. Yep. That's why people love that phrase, who gonna check me? Like you hear yeah. people say that. You, live, you do have that air. You live yourself right now. Yeah. I do All the want. freedom in the world. All the freedom in nobody's the world. Nobody's checking Nobody's on you. checking you. Mm-hmm. So you can live in that false freedom or you can understand that somebody's still watching. Yep. Even though mama ain't watching and dad ain't watching. Even though brother ain't watching. Even though pastor can't see me. <laughs> pastor only can see what you, your pastor, not just my pastor, but all pastors, they can only see what you show them. And they only see your Facebook page. Yeah, they only see your Facebook page. And I honestly, I'm going to be honest with y'all. You know, real church matters alert. <laughs> this is the second one. This is the second one. 
Real Church Matters tip number two, block your clergymen from Facebook. <laughs> Let me tell you why. It doesn't benefit him to see what you do. It only meddles with his mind and his humanity and can oftentimes prevent him from speaking what God said because he know what you said. Jesus, that's that's some real stuff. That's some real stuff. Real Church Matters tip number two. <laughs> that's some real stuff. But if Psalms 51 and 4 says, against thee, and this is David, he says, against thee and thee only have I sinned. Now, remember what Nathan said. He said, you did what is evil in his in God's sight. Mm -hmm. He didn't say you did something I think is wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes well, are we good for that. Yeah, sometimes we approach people and we make it too personal. Mm -hmm. like we make it not even about God no more. We like, you know, the way you was dressing on Sunday. I don't know if I approve of that. It ain't about you. Mm -hmm. You need to be talking about reminding this person. Not even what God's they did, watching. but reminding them who they should be concerned about. Yeah. They shouldn't be concerned about your eyes or pastor's eyes. They should be concerned about God's eyes. That's right. He says, and thee and thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou spakest and be clear when thou judgest. We have to understand once you have that moment not that you know god is watching but that you care yes god is watching you're gonna have a psalms 51 and 4 moment mm -hmm. i had it when i realized i was an adult and i could do what i want and I, but i felt the weight of god's eyes on me when i finally realized when i finally cared yes not when i knew he was watching but when I cared, he was watching. Yeah, and not just caring because you want to make sure you get what you want out of him, but actually caring because but you want to please caring him. caring that he's pleased with what he sees. Yeah. Ugh. He said, now, now we're going to have a Psalms 51 and 4 moment. Mm -hmm. Now we are that contrite person. Mm -hmm. See, here's the thing. The public can humiliate you yeah. and condemn you, but God's light, when it shines on you, it doesn't condemn you nope. it doesn't ridicule you it doesn't embarrass you what it does is humbles you and creates a contrite heart yes it convicts you mm -hmm. he said therefore there is no condemnation in those who are in christ jesus it's that, that, that condemnation doesn't exist in christ that's right what does is a contrite heart yeah people condemn and that's why it's so much confusion with the in the faith because people make it seem like it's God being condemning it's like no that's people that's people that's not God that's not God at all it's like Psalms 139 is so awesome to me because basically like the whole chapter is about this understanding of God's omniscience his omnipresence and his omnipotence mm-hmm so Psalms 139 says, O Lord, you have searched me mm. and known me. You know, when I sit down, you know, when I rise up, I wouldn't know it unless you put it on Instagram. <laughs> you discern my thoughts from afar. Mm. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all of my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue. Jesus. Behold, O oh Lord, you know it all together. See, I, I only know what you said. He knows what you was about to say. Jeez. That's why public perception, public light is, is a distorted truth. That if we fall prey to that hype, we'll miss out on the fact that God is watching. Mm -hmm. When we are happy with the fact we didn't say something to that sister, but God knows what we was about to say. Yes. When we happy with the fact that we didn't do what we was about to do that night, but God knows what was in your heart to do. Yes. There's actually a scripture. The whole night. Yeah, the whole night. The whole night through. <laughs> or at least for 30 seconds of that night. But God knows. And there's actually a scripture that says that God is saying, he said, I see the integrity of your heart. Mm. 
and kept you from sinning. Mm. I don't know why I, I had it. I had that scripture, then I pulled it out. But the, the scripture talk me through that one. <laughs> he's God is saying. He said for that particular situation, he seen what they were about to do, mm. but kept them from doing it because of what it would have done to his purpose. Wow. So he said, I kept you from marrying her. Mm-hmm. And God does. There's many a things I know. He knows what I was going to do, <laughs> but he, he kept, kept you me. from. Yeah. I did everything in my power to get it done. <laughs> in your little power. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't work out. And in hindsight, now I realize he kept me. Yeah. And if that comes a, a lot of that's in the language. Like I could have did this, I could have did that with yeah, Christians. Yeah. A lot of people say that. A lot of that. people say it like it was in their power. Yeah. See, when I look back, I realize I was no good kid. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? People see now, like you know, how did you stay? I, <laughs> or even how you joke with me when yeah. you like you you could have just grew up and be, been a thought. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> he says that to me, God. But God kept you. Yeah. Beyond our generational curses, yes. the, the, the environment that we grew up from, yeah. the environments, the soil from which that tree, family tree grew. Yeah. Come on now. God kept us. Mm-hmm. It's like when you go to a tree that's not like in a farm or something, you just go into a regular apple tree is out in nature. Those exist still, believe it or not. It hasn't been sprayed by pesticides or nothing. And you'll see, like, most of the, the apples are, like, in, invaded by bugs and stuff. And you, every now and then you see one or two that's, like, pristine. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been touched at mm-hmm. all. And you wonder, what kept this apple? Mm. That's me. Sorry. That's you. God kept us. Mm-hmm. Even in the wrong we did. Yes. He kept us. Mm-hmm. But and I'm saying he's he's the one that keeps me because he's the one that's watching yeah. when I wasn't even paying attention to myself. Or even those kids that, you know, even how I was as a kid, like you just don't fit in and you just can't figure out why you like I look like them. I just like, like why is it not working? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like that. It's a part of the integrity yeah. of your heart. Mm-hmm. And he kept you. Yep. For his purpose. Yeah. Because he knew if I if I made you popular, if I made you liked, if I made you wanted and desired, yes. then you would have fell prey to those things because you was easy picking. Wow. See, it's, folks, it's, y'all, real, ch- real church tip number three. Dang, we on three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if God didn't keep you, you wouldn't have been able to keep yourself. What am I saying? God knew you was easy pickings, so he made you hard to pick. So, some of y'all got to understand it. So You got to come to that realization, like, it's okay. If you was left to your own devices, you were so easy pickings, there wouldn't be nothing left but the core right now. That's true. Oh, boy. But he kept you. Real church matters tip number three, it wasn't you. Stop, stop, you people that are virgins, stop dancing around like you did something amazing. Stop it. I'm a 36-year-old virgin. I'm here to tell you. I'm not here from any decision I made. He kept me. That's right. (laughs) I almost said something. He kept me. Let's just say that. He kept me. It says in verse 4, even before a word is on my tongue, oh, but behold, Behold, I'm getting tongue tied. <laughs> Behold, O Lord, you know it all together. It says verse five, you hem me in behind and before you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's too high. I cannot attain it. Seven says, where shall I go from your spirit mm. or where shall I flee from your presence? Wow. If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell. Or, you know, the church people love to say Sheol. You are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. Mm. The night is bright as the day. 
for bright darkness is as light to you. It's the same. See, that's why I was. That's why I'm telling you guys. Mm -hmm. See, when you do now, understand you even in the dark, you're doing it in broad daylight. Mm -hmm. I want y'all to understand this. The the darkness you think you're moving in. Where the only thing you see is the glow of your phone as you text all manner of craziness. Mm. Sometimes people be texting things they not even. They you know, you wouldn't even say it. You person. ain't had the courage to say it to this woman in her face. You sitting right in front of her at a restaurant. You wouldn't say nothing about no where are you going to put a foot, a head, a hand. You wouldn't say none of that. But you let you get your thumbs a talking. That darkness, man. In the dark of night. <laughs> Three in the morning. That's something y'all need to go to sleep. Yes. That's something Lamar Odom said in the yes, video. Yes, he did. He said, when I should have been asleep in bed, I was snorting coke. Yep. Because of the dark, we assume that we have this freedom. We feel invigorated, swift to do evil mm-hmm. in the dark, not realizing that even in the darkest of nights, I'm in broad daylight. daylight. Yep. Because it, even the darkness is not dark to God. And it goes back to the scripture we read earlier about how his lamp is not, it's not meant to be in the, under a table. It's, it's going to be out. It's, it's going to expose man. everything. So we skip down to verse 23 of Psalms 139. And David says, search me, O God, and know my heart. I, I don't even know if it's David. I don't know why I said David, but the writer of Psalms mm, 139 yeah. says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be anything grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. See, before God's can be the light unto our feet, he has to be the light that exposes who we are. Mm-hmm. Everybody like, oh, he's a lamp unto my feet. That lamp first going to expose who you are. Yeah. That lamp first going to expose that Where you are, feet are knee deep in some stuff. Jesus. That I can't even see your feet. Mm-hmm. And before he can ever guide you, he got to expose you. Mm. And even the fact that he put that before he said a light into your path. Yeah. Like before we get to the path part, you got to yeah. see where Some where of you y'all want to know where to go before God can show you where you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just praying to God, like, show me where to go, God. You don't even know where you're at. Yes. Some of y'all saying, give me a husband, and you don't even know what type of woman you are. Jesus. Yep. You don't even know what type of woman you are. Mm-hmm. How can you even desire something? God haven't even showed you who you are. <laughs> that man is getting a booby prize. <laughs> no pun intended. Psalms 19 and 14. Let the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Yeah. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. This is where we have to be. Knowing God can see. That's where it took the writer of Psalms 139. He he realized from verse one all the way to verse 12. He realized that there's nowhere to run and God knows and sees all. He knows every part of us, what you would have said, what you said and everything in between. That motivated him to go to verse 23 and say, search me. Make me acceptable. And if there's anything that ain't right, Mm -hmm. show me. Yes. And then lead me to a new way. Mm hmm. That's us. We have to knowing that God sees should cause us to say, look at me. Is it pleasing to you? Knowing that God can see me should make me concerned about what he sees and if he's happy with what he sees. Mm-hmm. Y'all concerned with what you see. You're like, I, I see my life and I'm not happy. Forget you. Forget you. That's that's real church matters. Tip number four. Forget, Forget you. Forget you. The minute you use you in a sentence, realize there ain't no you in God. <laughs> First Thessalonians 2 and 4 says, instead, we speak as those approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, not in order to please men, but God hmm. who examines our hearts. The reason I'm out to please God is because he can examine the whole of me. I'm not out to please men because they can't see everything. 
Yes. And men are easy to please. Yeah, they only see one dimen- one dimension. They only see one dimension. Or even two. <laughs> Still not they, all of them. They see, well, men see three dimensions. They see your measurements. <laughs> That's true. That's all they see. Yeah. But see, God, he examines your heart. That's right. Men, they'll make the judgment on you just by examining your parts. Mm-hmm. But God examines your heart. <laughs> if y'all don't think that's going to be a meme, you're <laughs> highly mistaken. Oh, that's memed out. I already visualized the meme. I visualized myself <laughs> making, it. making the meme and sending the meme all in one fell swoop. But God is a good God. And this is awesome that we can share this. And, you know, as we close out, I just want people to know be be understanding that you should evaluate how you see people and how you see God because you might got it mixed up. Yeah. That's episode 26. We ain't going to go a minute over an hour. So God bless. We out. We out.